To say that the president retweeting a conspiracy theory connecting the Clintons to the death of Jeffrey Epstein is a surprise, not so much. I mean, in one sense, you could say, what else is new? Um, you know, he was the birther conspiracy guy. He said millions of illegal aliens cost him the popular vote. He thought Justice Scalia's death was fishy. But still, when, when you read something like that, this president accusing another president of complicity in murder, you, you know, that's what we think other countries were like when they would jail or execute political opponents. And the barriers that are not just pushed but crashed combined once again, you know, with the massive silence of his own party, in one sense, I think, just leaves you as though you've been poleaxed. It's like, did, did I really read that? Yeah. Did I re am I really hearing this from the President of the United States? The sheer overreach, in some sense, protects him because you almost literally can't believe it. It's, it, it's, it's at a we don't know how to get our heads around it. pseudo-academic pop culture analysis roundtable with drinking and swearing. My name's Christopher Maverick, but you can call me Mav, and I am once again here with my co-host, Wayne and Hannah. How's it going, guys? Hey, Mav. Um, it's weird. It yeah. is weird. We are... Just, just so people know, we are social distancing. Yes, we are day 13 of the coronavirus self-quarantine, self-isolation, social distancing. Based on the way we record this, we've been social distancing for about a year and a half now, too. Going on yeah. years, so. <laughs> well, sure, but uh, <laughs> really going to be 13 days by the time this comes out. And how are it, we counting that? Yeah. Yeah. This is well based on when we recorded. Yeah. The first one was it was day six. This was day 13. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I don't it is. Know. I don't, I don't, I don't do math. The days just blur together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, we, you can hear him laughing. So I will introduce our guest before I introduce the topic. Uh, this is Tony Norman, friend of me and Wayne's. Hey, Tony. Hey, what's going on? Good to be Welcome here. Nice to, the to show. meet you, Hannah. Tony, what do you do? So me, know. I'm, you know, I'm a disreputable newspaper columnist. Uh, I write for the <laughs> Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. I do a general interest column. I write about politics and pop culture and race and all that good stuff that gets me hate mail from all the various trolls in Western <laughs> Pennsylvania. So that's okay. what I do. Well, you know, look, you can write about anything. Once I wrote a review of Twilight New Moon in high school, no, college <laughs> days really do blur together. And I said, with the content that it was given, they made the best movie they could. And it got, uh -huh. it got people angry from like, people who of hate Twilight course. and also people who love Twilight. So, you know, <laughs> of course, I can only imagine what you get. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. Doing yeah. I'm doing something wrong, Tony. I have written how many articles for you in the last six, seven years. I have yet to get hate mail. No, okay, well, because, you know, you come across as very reasonable and all that. <laughs> Whereas for me, I, I'm, not I mean, writing, I'm not writing public opinion. I'm not writing anything real controversial. Right. And, and, and also my photograph runs above my column. So that yeah. 
creates his own sort of yes. let's just say energy. <laughs> yeah, that, yes, that's a good way. Of putting it. What do you mean, Tony? It's, <laughs> I don't know, Matt. What do you think? <laughs> I mean? It's almost like you think there are racist people on the internet. No, 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 no. Perish the thought. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's actually that's actually not the worst segue into the topic yeah, this week. Good point. Good point. <laughs> um, all things considered, so this is kind of a. It's a weird one i mean uh, it's sort of an idea that we had uh on our we have an idea board for the show and it's an idea that we had months ago and it was like well we need to find a good time when there's a good angle to talk about essentially fake news to start with mm. and and then a worldwide pandemic broke out and, it sort yeah. of, and suddenly became important <laughs> and it's like okay we're doing this show now um but it wasn't like i didn't start with just the idea of it being fake news and i hate that term mostly because of the person who popularized it um yeah like i'm, I'm better off with the idea of bullshit but you know whatever it's what it's the thing that um that they were talking about but when i thought of it originally i was thinking of what i call news by meme Tony, you mm-hmm. are, would you call yourself a reporter or a columnist? You'd say columnist. Well, I'm a, I'm a journalist, but yeah. my, my mode, my primary mode of expression is uh, a newspaper column. Right. Um, you know, there are different kinds of journalists. Mm-hmm. There are a non-opinion journalist. Those are the folks who cover city hall, you know, or will report on the fire in Baldwin or cover the assassinations, you know, in an objective, uh, in a non-subjective way. Mm-hmm. And then there are opinion writers uh, that would be columnists, that would be uh, editorial writers, um, mm-hmm. the people who make a point to say, I think this or we think this, mm-hmm. you know, some sort of subjective uh, opinion or evaluation. Mm-hmm. And my understanding is, he said as though he doesn't really know, um, <laughs> there are even for your paper now i'm not i'm, I'm not making a judgment call about the oh feel free i'm intentionally not going to for a reason even at your paper even at let us say fox news right mm-hmm. there are and you wouldn't believe it but there are rules about what you might and might not do as far as outright lying goes <laughs> like yes. if, you, if you say something's a fact you're supposed to i don't know you know do some minimal amount of research into yes. saying that you know yeah. If I say there are 10 people, there should have been 10 people, yes. maybe nine, maybe 11, not 250. Yes, but. that's true on both the opinion side and on the news mm-hmm. side of, of every uh, journalistic, um, you know, endeavor right. in, th- in theory. Um, when it comes to fudging things, you're most likely to see that on the opinion side of mm-hmm. the ledger, uh, at, whether it's a newspaper or a network mm-hmm. or whatever. So uh, that doesn't make it right, but that's where you're likely to right. see the fudging. So where that doesn't happen, as far as I can tell, is the Internet, <laughs> um, where you can essentially just make up facts willy nilly. Yes. And, yes. and my theory was and this is why this is where it became relevant for our show, because, you know, we do a show on pop culture. And if the Internet is anything, it's pop culture. Mm-hmm. My theory is that in and you can probably talk to this because you know how the newspaper industry is going. But in the year 2020, mm-hmm. people don't so much get their news from newspapers or even I mean, Fox News is the most popular channel on cable by far, but it's still a a small minority of where people get their news from. Most people, I think, get their news 
from memes. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, Bob said this, he posted this thing on the internet and you end up with clickbait headlines, which might go through to a real story, which might or might not have real details. But I don't think people really read those and they don't really distinguish between this came from CNN, this came from right. Fox, this came from BuzzFeed, or this mm-hmm. came from Joe Bob's anti-liberal we own them right. dot com. Right. <laughs> like it doesn't Bart. matter. No, I mean really Joe Bob or even yeah, or Breitbart, but I mean <laughs> but I mean I've I see people post stuff. I, I people see people post political opinions all the time from literally like, you know, like like some guy who who it's like Politibob or something. Like like some guy. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, I have a Tumblr account too. Right. I mean, there's been a great democratization of um, information. I mean, there used to be gatekeepers uh, and then more traditional, Mm -hmm. um, you know, news outlets. You know, you had to if you were a reporter or you were reporting something, you were trying to disseminate information. There were folks that you had to deal with. You had to deal with an editor. You had to deal with uh, an editorial board. Let's say you had to deal with a council of editors and, and other writers and all sorts of folks who could keep you in check and keep you honest. You also had to deal um, with the readers and with the people you were writing about because there were always ways for them to hold you accountable through lawsuits or whatever. Now with the internet, you just got to get lucky. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Uh, You know, it's, it's so strange. And one of the strangest things that ever happened to me was, um, you know, over my column, my, like I said earlier, uh, my picture runs. And um, one day, one of my colleagues uh, sent me an email and said, Hey, Tony, do you know that there's someone who appropriated your image and they're using it as their avatar <laughs> and they're just talking shit about all sorts of stuff? All over the internet, there's wow. your face over some asshole's opinions. I can't tell you how violated I felt. <laughs> I tried to, try, you know, track this guy down, and he was finally, after a little bit of like prodding, he he did replace that avatar. Mm-hmm. But he just decided randomly to use my face, <laughs> and it was nothing I could do. I couldn't sue him. It was just like. That's for, wild. You no know, free expression. And it's weird. I mean, I mean, you're you're not that famous. I mean, right. you're, you're you're relatively exactly. well known here. Right. <laughs> you know, you're right. So for, yeah. for people yeah. not from our hometown, not from Pittsburgh, Tony is a very popular columnist in the city of Pittsburgh. Yeah, right. yeah. You're, right. you're, you're certainly Pittsburgh famous. Yes. Right, right. Pittsburgh famous. Let me a little bit. Yeah. Right. Like maybe, maybe a little bit of Pennsylvania famous. I win yeah. a lot of yeah. big Pennsylvania yeah. awards, uh, but um, but more famous here. My so my column runs in Philadelphia too, yeah, but, but in a smaller but, outlet. Right. But to be fair, Mav and I can claim a certain amount of Pittsburgh famous. Right. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. And, yeah. Exactly. And also to be fair, that has happened to me. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is odd. You know, like uh, now, I mean, and like in me, I, I've had people impersonate me. As an internet, as, a, as an internet personality, and as a professional wrestler, wow! Like, Why? Like seriously, there are better choices. I, you know, and and not it's it's not a big deal, but yeah, there's nothing. Well, it's you can a cool name. It. Someone's like, I am the great Chris Maverick, yeah. and a wrestler or some shit. Yeah, and I was, you know, it's you like, know, no, it's not. I mean, have you looked at my pro wrestling wrestler I record? I was not great. Okay. <laughs> it was not like I'm. I wasn't actually good at it. I was entertaining, maybe, but like, no, like there are better. Were you a villain? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> most of my career. Most of my career was a villain by far. Um, but yeah, it's, not, it is a weird, it's a weird thing. I mean, yes, there's, 
there's certainly the impersonation um, issue. Uh, uh, um, Wayne, a friend of ours, um, Sarah, one of my models, when I was I was also a photographer for a while, for people don't know that, we had a picture of her in a Steelers jersey. You know, it was like a like a yeah. cheesecake, sexy photo of her yeah. in a Steelers jersey that we'd done for that we'd done for a website. And some random strip club stole it and put it up and put it in print ads. For when they were holding a Steeler a Super Bowl party. Wow. And like and like and some friend of Sarah's like saw it and like and she moved to Philly by then. She wasn't even living here anymore. And it's like well, how oh. mortifying. And wow. she was like, Oh, are you back? Are you working at I'm not going to say the club name. Uh-huh. And she's like, no, I'm not back. And what, what, what? And so she, and there was, you know, and they, they pulled it from the internet, but like they'd run it into paper. Like, what are you going to do? And she's like, they're, and they're like, well, we thought this was public domain. And I'm like, it literally says Christopher Maravich photography at the bottom of the photo that you cropped out. <laughs> like you don't know her. She does not work there. She wow. will not be. A, and it didn't say she will be appearing. It said, come to, you know, such and such the Jiggly still, rooms, right. you know, Super yeah. party. And, yeah. and it was implied. It was implied. Yeah, it was implied. So, but even beyond that, Hannah, you'd mentioned Breitbart. That is one, you know, <laughs> to be fair and balanced <laughs> on this show, which we do not try to do. Um, but, but I mean, but we're, we're, yeah. we're an opinion show. Yeah, we don't try. To, we don't mm-hmm. try to be. We're very smart people who are very clear. And, you know, even the, you know, the four of us, when Katya's here, we don't agree on each on things like pretty much all the time. That's the show is us arguing with each other. So but we're all fairly liberal. Hey, but the thing is, is that we live in a world of fact and reason and logic yes whereas yeah, we, we like, are I, I i i do not believe in giving most of like the right-wing arguments they're quote-unquote do because it's to like pretend that say example for example that racism is like a valid thing you can argue over and i'm not going to yeah. do that so right. you yeah. try and yeah, we tell argue- me that good people Mm-hmm. Yeah, we mm-hmm. we argue whether or not Riverdale or The Good Place is the best show, not whether putting in mm-hmm. kids in cages yeah. is a good idea. Yeah, and, and, and to be fair, we only humor Hannah just you know because right, yeah, <laughs> but you know, obviously it's Riverdale. I am right. Okay, every, everybody looking for something to do, go watch The Good Place. If you haven't already, you will see that I am objectively. Correct. Have you seen the last two episodes of Riverdale? They were great. The last, the last couple of episodes of Riverdale. <laughs> I, 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 haven't seen, I haven't seen this week yet, but uh, I, I'm looking forward to it for my own yeah, reasons. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm I'm not as uh, steeped in you know the sort of like uh, the nuances of um, of kitty pop culture like you guys are. <laughs> But I, I, I will. Deep show, I, I, I will. I will say that I accidentally last week. Um, you know, one of you know one of the perks of my job is that I get um, tickets to all the uh, upcoming movies, and I hadn't gone to a movie in a long movies? time, and uh, and it was. Um, you know, a sneak preview for um, what is that movie called where um, people are hunting um, the hunt, the hunt, the, the hunt. hunt. Yeah. So I thought, OK, let me go see the hunt. You know, that might be something worth writing about or whatever. And I thought I had all the information right. I went to the theater. You know, I got there. I said, hey, where's the sneak preview without saying the name of the movie? And she said, oh, they're over there in theater, you know, like, you know, 22 or whatever. So I go in there. And uh, I go up to the traditional seats where the critics sit, you know, which is like in a balcony and, you know, we get a nice view and the other critics are there. I see and I sit down and this movie comes on and 
I'm thinking it opens up at a Christian college and there's all this praying and all these people are standing around. And there's a the guy who plays Archie, you know, so oh, I didn't know I he was going to be in this that. movie. Yeah. I didn't know he was going to be in this oh, movie. <laughs> and 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 it's the whole thing is like this multi. I'm 20 minutes into it. I'm saying. When are you going to start the goddamn hunt? I don't get this. What do you know? And so I lean over to one, to another critic. I said, this is the weirdest movie, man. And I said, what, what is the hunt? This is the hunt, right? He said, oh, no, no. This is uh, a Christian movie, yeah. you know? And I'm like, well, who's going to go see this shit? Oh, they do really and then, well. And it, and it debuted number one yeah. in America. Yeah, they do really well. everybody. Yeah, they do real well, actually. I could not believe it. I, I And I just thought, I did stay for it. And it was terrible. <laughs> but it was uh, interesting watching Archie um, with a new father in it. Uh, Gary Sinise was his father in this one. <laughs> and it was terrible. Uh, you really should have done was to go see Onward, but I guess no one's seen Onward. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Onward is a Pixar movie that would, oh, yeah, that would, yeah, 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 yeah. That would That's be the right. number one movie in America right now if we had movies. Yes. Right. yes gotcha. The box office numbers are still updating. I want to know who is still going to the movies. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's getting harder. I mean, they're, it's mostly, I mean, they're, they're updating. Things are making hundreds of thousands of dollars, which is, which means basically mom and pop. Nowhereville yeah. movie yeah. theaters in Iowa. Like, yeah, it's and real. They, low. Now, now that we live in a post movie society, we'll have to come up with another game next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're going to talk about uh, direct streaming now because, mm-hmm. um, and that might, ironically enough, kill. The yeah. whole um, business model of the um, of bricks and mortar mortar um, movie house. I mean, if people get used to yeah. streaming, you know, like movies, uh, as soon as they come out and sitting and, and cut out the middleman, mm-hmm. cut out the expensive popcorn, cut out the expensive ticket mm-hmm. and the need to drive anywhere. I'm going to miss this big social experience of going to a movie. Yeah, but we don't have social experiences anymore. That's the. This yeah, is the world. this is the new world. <laughs> so. I mean, it might because Hollywood is going to try to make its money one way or the other. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to, and they're going to have to adapt. I want to roll back into our actual topic. Cause that actually matters. So, <laughs> well, no, so, here's, so here's what's been weird about it. Um, the, obviously we were talking about, you know, things like, you know, some places will make up facts, some won't. And okay. Obviously I don't have a lot of respect for some, for some news, news outlets. Um, I don't think all of them that um, aren't necessarily reputable have their hearts in the wrong place. There are, cause one of the things that I've noticed is there are people who will say, well, you know, the problem with conservatives is, you know, they, they just will write anything, but liberals, we believe in facts. And that's not exactly true. That's, you know, I think that facts more often sort of happen to line up with what I as a very liberal and extremely liberal person in my place, but, but like they, they tend to line up on my side more often, but I also see a lot of, I see a lot of people, you know, again, news by meme, they don't necessarily read the story. You post things and the facts might not really be true. The most recent one after the, after the blog, um, I saw some people a couple of days ago posting it went viral briefly. And I was just like, I, I do this thing where I'll write a reply to one person. And then every time somebody else posts the article, I just copy and paste 
the same reply because huh. I'm, I'm really like I think it's very important to sort of point out when things are not accurate but I only have so much energy so gotcha. people are like how do you type so fast and like well first off I type like 110 words a minute but also once I've done it I'm just copy and paste you just cut and paste <laughs> yeah so um and you individualize yeah, yeah so okay. a little bit <laughs> I try to be vague sometimes um you'll know if I, do I mention your name or not okay then I'm probably not um but um one of the things that uh, this this particular one was people complaining about you know with the coronavirus outbreak, Amazon is suspending the shipment of all non-medical supplies. And some people were like, well, this is great because like, you know, supplies are going to, you know, are going to cause disease because you don't know how long the virus lives on them and blah, blah. And I, and I was like, this, this doesn't sound right. I would have heard about this. Right. So I did a little bit of research because it turns out research is something that I'm good at. That's what we do. And that's not what that's not what they did. Right. It's also not even what most of the articles said. But right. people were forwarding headlines. Right. What the art and the, and the article headline was kind of vague because they want the clickbait views, which is uh -huh. sort of a problem in the economic model of how newspaper was work today. Um, right. It doesn't matter if you read the article. What matters is that you it doesn't matter if you look at the ad. It just matters that the ad loads. And, that, and so they do whatever they can to load the ad. Amazon didn't do that. What Amazon has done was they. They have decided that for the duration of the pandemic, they will be filling their warehouse, not their orders, but their warehouse with the most ordered items, uh -huh. which means toilet paper is getting extra shelf space because yep. it keeps selling out. Hand sanitizer getting extra shelf space uh -huh. um, when Barbies sell out, when Moby Dick sells out. We'll replace it when we get to it. Right. That's what it means. So you can still buy Moby Dick. You can still buy a Barbie long as they're in stock and it will get here in two days, just like it always has. Mm -hmm. But if they run out of Barbies, it might take two weeks to get to you. Right. Which, by the way, is how it always worked. Like Amazon has always said, usually ships in a day. And then sometimes it will, if you order something that's in high demand, sometimes it will say probably ships in four days, probably mm -hmm. ships in two weeks. Right. It's always worked like They've that. They've always mm -hmm. shifted it like that. Mm -hmm. My wife happens to work for Amazon. Um, and uh, she says that um, there is um, a deprioritizing of Books. Yes, that's exactly what they called it. Deprioritizing. Right. Deprioritizing. Warehouse orders, though. Right. Not, for, for, uh, not right. for shipping, which is different. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So there you go. But that's people literally not reading the article and then writing new articles or worse, just memes mm -hmm. that sort of say mm -hmm. what they wanted to say or what mm -hmm. they were or what they were afraid it was going to say. Because a lot of times it's negative stuff that, you know, well, I can't believe Nancy Pelosi said this. I can't believe Trump said this. And, right. and Trump gets a lot of it, too. Though I mean, I mentioned the one in the blog, which was the it, it goes viral every three or four months. People saying, you know, in his People magazine interview, Trump always said that he'd run for president as a Republican. Republican because Republicans are stupider than Democrats. Right. Doesn't exist. Never happened. You, Trump you, says, you got me on that. I was absolutely shocked because it, I thought that was yeah. gospel. Oh, no. People people has literally written written. We searched our archives. We do not have this interview. Mm -hmm. He's not the the the, mm -hmm. the month that it quotes in our in some of the versions of the meme. Mm -hmm. He was not interviewed that month. OK. He says stupid shit like that all the time. So I right. assume that he probably could have. Yeah, it's like, easy enough. It's easy enough to come up with stupid quotes from him without making them up. Right. Right. But that one that one is fake. He never said that. Well, right, like, right. I think that, you know, there's we we should definitely just talk about the fact that there's 
I guess I guess we can call it a meme or just bad information circulating around about the coronavirus that if you hold your breath for 10 seconds, uh-huh. like you, yeah. you are you don't have it. And people who have talked about being diagnosed with Corona said they originally tried this test. Um, mm-hmm. So that is false. Compliments of Geraldo Rivera, actually. That's right. That was Geraldo's yeah. fault. He said yeah. it on air. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's the one who came up with the idea. He but the fact that he, he probably heard it somewhere. He, yeah, he probably yeah. heard it somewhere, and he has, you know, and he has millions and millions of watch uh, of viewers. Mm-hmm. Like that is, I mean, again, as silly as it is, I try to not, you know, we don't have millions of viewers. We have a few hundred listeners, you know, mm-hmm. and I try to not propagate lies on this show mm-hmm. because I think that that's a responsibility to the hundreds of people who listen to us. Right. Parado's got millions of people listening to him. And he said that on international television and fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's just like, why would you do that? But because he didn't bother and because he, you know, he's Gerardo Rivera. He can call a doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, can, yeah. he can call it. Is this true? And then find out, but he didn't. He can Google. Part of her, yeah, part, didn't bother. Part of Geraldo never came back from Hoffa's grave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's just like I mean, like like Twitter. I I think that Twitter is a bit better depending on what circle of people you follow. That's the caveat there. Than Facebook mm-hmm. or a few other services in like actually. I wow. See, I, I don't. I found the opposite. Yeah, well, see, that's what I wonder because it's exactly what Hannah just said, though. It's because yeah. it, and this is my problem with it. I think it depends. On what circle you yeah. follow, right? And I think I think yeah. that Facebook. I think it's I think it's partially better because like Twitter might not be as bad as Facebook because Facebook itself will just like let people just publish lies because they don't care. Um, but like I don't know. I, I, again, it's it's totally circle dependent because like even like even as I sing towards praises, what was horrifying to me as like I saw things being passed around Sunday and Monday of this week was that people like were texting their quote unquote medical friends mm-hmm. who were like telling them stories about um, Corona or like ideas about like what you should do if you think you have it. And then just like posting like unfiltered text messages that just induce panic. And maybe these people are medical professionals. Maybe they're not, but like not all that information was accurate and I don't want to be specific or link to it to induce mm-hmm. more panic, but you know, you know, like, right. like there's like an unofficialness that we mentioned before. Um, that like even though there's like a democratization of information and like Twitter and social media, and I guess even things like you know Google Drive that you can just share with lots of people have allowed people to like organize and provide aid to each other during this time and actual information. Mm-hmm. There's also like a lot of bad stuff going around that's going to make things worse and people panic over everything from like, do I have symptoms or not have symptoms yeah. to maybe I should buy all the toilet paper. Spoiler alert. You should not buy all the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that's about. Even, it's, you know, I, I, think it, I think it's fear. Yeah, I think it's, well, I think it's one thing you feel like you can control. Yeah. People being afraid of being trapped yeah. in their house. And then what if mm-hmm. I run out of toilet paper and can't find tissues or, you know, to quote, Again, Bart, I, to, to quote Bart Simpson, a worse rag on a stick. To reiterate from last week, I'm always afraid of that. This, my fear of that has nothing to do with the, with the coronavirus. <laughs> I follow a weird circle of people because like so many people this week have been like, I've ordered a bidet attachment for my toilet. Problem solved. You yeah. know, I that just, is, I think bidet sales are going to go up. I, I mean, I just bought a super soaker, soaker and duct tape 
lifted next to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I mean, what did our great grandparents use? I mean, they used corn cob pipes and uh, not pipes, but corn cobs and <laughs> Sears, all sorts Sears of catalog. stuff. Uh, Sears catalogs, and you know, you don't really want to think about it. Um, <laughs> but I mean you know it's it's I think there's a sort of an inherent fear that people have when they get the toilet paper that you know toilet paper is a relatively new invention you know it's not a hundred years old yet and it didn't even and it wasn't even common in eastern Europe or um, major parts of Europe until far after World War II you know in the 1950s and so um, it's a it's a thing that Americans I think uncomfortable consciously associate most with modernity do you have indoor plumbing do you have toilet paper and this is a way of saying okay i'm going to hold on as i can i can hold on to society even after it collapses because i have toilet tissue yeah well it's if there's a if there's a run so again as i mentioned on the show last week or last week yeah i have a regular delivery to my home of mm-hmm. toilet paper. Um, why? Because I don't, again, we, okay, so this is true. I didn't say why. Uh, we ran out of toilet paper in my house one time when I was like seven years old. Uh-huh. And I remember my mother yelling for me to call my grandparents and have them bring, bring us some from the bathroom. And, and my mother and I will both tell you, never again. <laughs> I, will never run, I will never run out of toilet paper again. That is an essential. It was that traumatic? Oh, or yeah. Just, I don't, when you're on the bowl at the time, yes. So, so, so we will not run out again. Um, now, my brothers are not, like, neither of my brothers who are both younger. My, I have a brother who's two and a half years younger than me mm-hmm. and a brother who's five years younger than me. Mm-hmm. They don't remember as well. They're not as obsessive about it as me. At seven, I was like, okay, always have toilet paper. This is the rule. So I don't, I don't run out. So I literally have, I, I posted a picture to Instagram. In fact, if you guys, if you follow it uh, of, of me getting my, my monthly crate of toilet paper that I get. And but you I don't go the, through it in a month. How can you go through a crate of toilet paper in a month? Unless no, you're just no, completely full of shit. I, I do not. Which is, which is, the, which, is which is the great part. No, I, I don't go through it. So, so that's the great part because there's always a, there's a, there's a, there's a backstop. You see, it's, it's, I, I, basically it's about, it's about five weeks worth. Well, Mav, so Mav, any given Mav, the, the, Mav, the bad news oh, I have right. is that Amazon has now deprioritized toilet paper. Uh. So, and, and, and I, and I currently have a supply of a supply in my home, probably about six weeks long. If the world goes more than six weeks without toilet paper, I assume that at that point I have already killed quite a few men because society has completely collapsed and the rules just don't apply anymore. Because I'm not going to be the first one that goes crazy. I'll be fine. But like once the rest of you have gone six weeks without toilet paper, like the world has collapsed. I'm, I, so, so I understand the sudden fear for, the, for those of you who did not. Because like, again, when there's a pandemic. And there's no toilet paper. I didn't have. To, I wasn't out fighting at the stores like the rest of you idiots. I was like, ha ha! Look, look at those. I, I hate to tell you this, Mav, and, and to plug my own column, but um, there are certain villains out there, and one of them named Negan. He's gonna get your toilet paper. <laughs> I, Wayne, Wayne, threat, Wayne threatened to come get it last week, and I threatened to kill him. <laughs> no, you wouldn't believe how many. You wouldn't believe how many old comics I have access to. So, so I'm good. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I discovered that the best way to screw with Mav is to just take his toilet paper in the dead of night. <laughs> well, actually, more, more like, I love more you like, both. I will like take you out. AM, because <laughs> Oh God! Nine nine a.m. is just about the time I wake up. Actually, <laughs> but during during the, during the hour that I sleep every day. That's right. Why, you, why are you always complaining that it's too early to? And we've really gone off I don't, track here. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to work. I'm awake. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I sleep four hours a day. I'm like, I'm not necessarily fresh at certain at certain times. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, back to the, like this is going to be so fun to edit. <laughs> I'm like, I probably left all yeah. that all that in. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, just so back to like the thing about you know the memes being true and not. I just scrolled back. I'm not going to mention his name. And this is going to be the week where where I get to talk about Mississippi politics before Hannah does. Um, my my nephew, whose name I will not mention, but who is a devout Trump supporter, um, very much so. Wow. Um, and 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 um, again, he he's born and bred white, white boy from Mississippi. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and he will um and again i mean hannah's white and from mississippi but not i don't mean her i mean the people that she's talking about when she usually when she's usually one to complain about mississippi she he posted this meme that's been flowing around i've seen other people post it and again i've done the copy and paste where i just do the same complaints over and over again and it's the thing where it says at the time um i'm trying to get you know because Facebook is now doing this thing where because uh, Facebook has gotten to the point where they um, now block videos that are that they detect are fake. Yeah. And they will say this is fake news. Just so you know, here's words we're, we're, we're disputed. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's actually great. Um, and um, but but it takes an hour or so before the computers catch it. So I saw him post it and he posted it with the I fact check this. This is true. <laughs> and he, he, that was that was what he added. And it's President Trump, COVID-19 coronavirus, U.S. cases, 1,329, U.S. death, 38, panic level, mass hysteria. Um, President Obama, H1N1 virus. He hates Obama. Yeah, um, of course. Um, U.S. cases, 60.8 million. U.S. deaths, 12,469. Panic level, totally chill. And yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. and I was just like, well, so bull. And all bullshit. of his, all of his friends were like, oh yeah, that's exactly right. No one cared. And I was like, okay. So I, so I literally wrote, you did not fact check this. That was what I added to for just him because he wrote fact check this. And then um, I said, you did not fact check this because it is not true. Then copy and paste from the from the time that I had um that I had already repeated it on somebody else's thing. Yeah, I was like, in fact, ba- uh, in fact, based on uh, on the other people I've seen post this, Facebook should be auto uh, auto detecting it, it to say it's not true in a few minutes. But until then. Those are the COVID-19 numbers from days ago. We've had exponential growth since then because yes. they were from three days in and we were on day seven. Then you had to explain point. exponential growth. I did not bother. Um, <laughs> uh, that's H1N, number, H1N numbers from the entire time. And the 60 million was an estimate of cases, not tested cases, which is different. Right. And which is what COVID is using currently. Mm. Our estimates for that period are going to be higher once we once we're done. That meme makes up the number of deaths for H1N1. It was actually slightly lower. It was at the time that they made the meme originally. It was 20. uh, uh, I'm sorry. For H1N1, they made up um, 1329 deaths. It was actually slightly more. Um, Even with their made up numbers, that would still make set the COVID um, COVID-19 mortality rate at 2.8 percent versus 0.02 percent. Right. Um, Right. Or more than 100 times more deadly than H1N1. 
Right. And then I said, and most importantly, people were not chill during the H1N1 outbreak. Now, he was nine at the time. Yeah, right. Uh, he, right. He's an adult now. But, not at all. There was mass hysteria. Not to not to where it is now today, but at the time I wrote this. paper anywhere. Yeah. Well, no, but at the time I but at the time I wrote this, in fact, during the H1N1 outbreak, things were more hysterical than they are now, because this was before all the you know people were closing things down. And he says, Well, I Googled it and I got the exact same numbers from multiple sources. And I was like, Yes, you found that meme multiple places. Right. And he's like, so then he goes and he's trying to prove me wrong. So he goes to the CDC and he posts the 60 million number from the CD website on on on, um, on the H1N1 outbreak. And I said, Yes, his name. Um, that literally says that says what I just said above a 12 month estimate of infections versus three days of testing cases. Even then that would still make this literally a hundred times worse. And he says, well, if you agree with them, then why are you arguing? So, and here's how you win an argument with somebody who is like this. Cause I figured he, it out. He doesn't but, sound very smart though. Uh, he's not. <laughs> smart enough, but he's not. So I said, okay, fine. I'll trade you your yearly salary from last year for what I made in the last three days. Mm. And he goes, okay, I see your point. Ah. <laughs> that was literally what he, yep. that, was, ah. that was literally what it took. I was like, yeah, I don't even know how much he makes it work. Right. But I'm willing to bet that he makes more in a year than I make in three days. Right. <laughs> right. Like, Unless like you're a, like the highest <laughs> form of lawyer at a big firm with billable hours. Uh, you, I am not. <laughs> yeah. um, so like what the only time I've ever because I just don't care about Facebook anymore I barely use it sometimes I respond to listeners on the show and that is it um, so mm-hmm. I guess you should feel special listeners if I respond to you um, <laughs> uh, but like or, or not you know whatever um, <laughs> or not <laughs> feel how you feel it's, the, it's like the end of the world ish not really <laughs> We hope. Um, but like someone like there, there are a lot of sites like the onion. And my favorite thing is that people know the onion is like yes. satire, but they don't realize that all these other websites are clearly satire. And then they post something as like real, like uh, uh-huh. you might re- recall that we had the Olympics in Russia uh, a couple times ago. But the Olympics were I do recall. And uh, <laughs> you might recall that people were panicked over this because if there's one country this country hates, it's Russia. Or, or well, you know. We, we used to anyway. Used to be. Or, yeah, used to be. Used to. <laughs> or, or, you know, or fill in blanks. Yeah. I won't go there. Fill in blanks here. But like. Yes. The, uh, well, I just meant like currently the country officially is apparently very fond of Russia for yeah, reasons. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, you know, but yep. when you bring, yes. when you bring up yeah. communism, people revert. People revert. Yes, um, yes. So yeah. uh, some, some like satire website had posted that like there had been like this cover up of the government and their murders over the Olympics. And they were like, Oh my God, look at this. This is how terrible, how could we like possibly even go to Russia? I'm like, you know, this is satire, right? Mm. This is um, I see people who argue that it's not. No, no. Yeah. Actually and- to her credit, she didn't respond to me. She didn't argue. Mm-hmm. She just deleted. Um, she deleted the, uh, the original post. The original post. She just deleted the original okay. post. She was like, oh, I guess this is bad information. I should take it down. Well, you know, it's it's interesting you should say that, um, Hannah, because we have found consistently, um, whether it's uh, our print readers or people reading our stories online, that um, there is irony impairment syndrome. There is humor impairment syndrome. There's something about information when it appears on a screen 
that convinces a lot of people that it, you know, they don't, it doesn't have to be truth that has to be negotiated, that you have to somehow sometimes verify it, even with, um, you know, when it has the imprimatur of an official source like the New York Times or the Washington Post or whatever, there are always facts that may need to be double checked um, routinely because this stuff is produced by human beings. Mm-hmm. But um, at least um, certain institutions have a certain uh, imprimatur of being more truthful than not. And we have found that it is often hard for people to negotiate the differences between um, something that's uh, said ironically. Um, they can't often pick up satire if it is in an official, like if there's a um, humor column in the Washington Post, they don't quite get the fact that it is not real sometimes. And then when you throw into that mix something from The Onion, that is often the most quoted or, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name, the, the comedian who writes for The New Yorker. He has to now post above his columns that it is satire because thousands of people would pass this column around uh, as if it were gospel because it was in a New York New Yorker. So th- these are people on the left mm-hmm. that are, are, are mistaking, um, you know, a satire for truth. And for some reason, there is a profound lack of sophistication when it comes to the screen and looking at information on screen somehow gives it like a a burst of credibility that it wouldn't otherwise get. Mm -hmm. I think if, if if people were just talking face to face. Yeah. And it it definitely comes from, from all sides of Facebook friend, sister of a, a really good friend of mine. And she's, radically left uh left of me which is way to fuck over there mm-hmm. um and she, but she she posts stuff all the time and 95 percent of it comes from those questionable sources yeah it, just, it so supports her worldview mm-hmm. yeah right. and and, and right. the, there are a lot of the headlines i read that go oh that's something i want to believe but it's some of it mm-hmm. definitely falls in that category. If this is crazy. This can't possibly be right. You know? right. So, so you check that. So, but it is, it's that thing of just, she, she really seems to, I can just imagine she's just searching for this information. She subscribes mm-hmm. to all these websites that, you know, it's that echo chamber thing. Yeah. And yeah. then she, you know, and she just shares it you know, one after another without mm-hmm. really thinking about what these things mean right. or where the information comes from or validity or any of that stuff. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're in a very tense time. I mean, you know, right now, the Democratic uh, primaries are pretty much wrapping up. I mean, it's, it's a foregone mm-hmm. conclusion is going to win. And, you know, and, and I'll just say right up front, you know, I, uh, you know, I was an Elizabeth Warren uh, supporter. A lot of my uh, my friends uh, who are to the left of me uh, even are, are very disappointed, obviously, because sure. Bernie didn't uh, didn't get the, the, the brass ring this time. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of, of misinformation now coming from that camp, which is somewhat disappointing. Um, and especially about, um, 
now Biden is everyone's third, fourth, or fifth choice. Sure. It looks like he's he's gonna get it. Yeah. Um but that's actually how the Democratic so again, if you're not a political junkie, which I am, uh-huh. that's kind of how the DNC works when it's working yeah. correctly. The system's built right. to make that happen. It, the mediocre rises to the top. And you might not like that, but that's how the DNC does their primaries. If you don't mm-hmm. like that, then start a new political party. And that mm-hmm. takes a while. You can't just start with presidency. Right, right. Can I can I complain about the DNC since we're on it? Sure. Oh yeah. Maybe, maybe though, like no matter who your candidate is, maybe don't one pressure states to continue holding primary elections, like where you have to physically go vote and shut down precincts in a time of Corona one and two don't like be the DNC and like, like when I say pressure, like don't like threaten to take away delegates. Also, there are a bunch of down ballot races that have nothing to do with the presidential election that we should all care about if we exactly, want. Like, exactly. So yeah. remember those, by the way, PSA for November, assuming we're still here in November. Um, <laughs> I, dark humor. because Such youthful optimism. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, also, Joe Biden, don't tell people it's safe to go vote because it's not safe to go vote. Like, come on. Like, I saw yeah, his not right now. And as, as I saw someone post earlier today, maybe we ought to hold off on this census for a couple of months. Um, oh, man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, well, so, and that's, I mean, again, I, I, was, a, I was a Warren supporter as well. Um, I, mm-hmm. I've made no. I've na- made no pretenses otherwise online. The yeah, same, time. same here. Um, yeah. That that said, I'm also. And by the way, I am far more liberal than Liz Warren is. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to me for two seconds. This show or elsewhere, you'll figure that out. I just happen to like her best for very, very complicated reasons that are me. I'm also a political junkie and I understand the system. So I so when I said and I, I have friends who were very well, what do you mean she's done? And I was like, she's done. She has no math. She has no viable mathematical path. This is before she dropped out. And mm. people got mad at me because, mm. well, she, no she it, oh, yeah, there were people who were mad at me because, well, she she still mathematically could have won had she gotten like 90 percent of the remaining delegates. And I'm like, that's impossible because right. of how Democrats allocate their delegates. Right. I mean, yes, obviously, literally, if everyone in the country votes for her, then she'll win. Mm-hmm. But everyone would have yeah. to vote for her right. if 15% of vote elsewhere. And it's like, but I, I, it's just the math is complicated mm-hmm. and the Democrats make it so. So mm-hmm. that's fine. So that's it. I was like, so she's done. But before that, when she surged to the top, again, as a Liz Warren fan, I had lots of other friends posting this news article, this headline they saw where Bernie Sanders says Liz is only beating him because she has ovaries. That's mm. not what he said. Right. That's not what he said at right. all. Right. Bernie, by the way, has said a lot of things which I find questionably misogynistic. Mm-hmm. That was not one of them. Right. What happened was Chris Cuomo asked him, well, you have very similar pa- uh, uh, platforms. Do you think that she's beating you because she's a woman? And Bernie said, I don't want to say. He's, uh, and, he, and he tried to change the subject. And he said, well, but we see her polls went up dramatically. And she when she started supporting Medicare for all, just like you did, and now she's beating you. So do you think people are voting for her as a woman? And Bernie said, maybe some. There's probably lots of reasons people like her better than me. But I want to talk about and he went to the other issue. And that got reported as though he'd said something horrible about her, which he did not. That is a fact. Probably, maybe, which is what he said. He doesn't know. And we knew actually he did know because they'd done exit polling and they knew that some people said, well, we prefer her because she's a woman and we want a woman president. So so he knew that it was true. He wasn't going to say that because he wanted to be president. Right. So, so right, right. probably some did. 
And he tried to change the subject, but because he agreed with a fact that there are people out there who did want a woman president, like they painted it as though he'd said some, he'd said it in the, he never mentioned ovaries. Like that was, someone made that headline and that became the story for about 48 hours. And you'd be surprised how often that happens. Sometimes a headline can be in dramatic counter distinction from the actual content mm-hmm. yep. of the story. That happens more times than, than not often. That Amazon thing I said before. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. The so, headlines is very yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It it's the hardest. It's the hardest part of the, well, it's not harder than writing the actual story, obviously, but you know, the presentation of the story afterwards, whether it's a televised story or a print story, the headline has to draw people in. And sometimes there are unethical steps taken to do that. Um, you know, uh, clickbait is really, really unethical. I think there are at least 10 unethical steps you can you can do with that. Number six will blow your mind. <laughs> yeah. 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 stories. Go ahead. I don't think I've right. ever written a good headline in the time that I've like in the time that I, I've I, like done, done journalism seriously, I think that I yeah. left without, I mean, I've written some headlines that were definitely accurate. I think that it's extremely hard to balance being interesting with like yeah. accurate and mm-hmm. also, and also concise. Right. Right. Fitting the space, fitting the I, space. I, 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 mean, I, let t- I let Tony write the headlines for my book reviews. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's fun. No, I, I, I I've, given, I've given you some. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your last one, I think, you, as a matter of fact, I think. I can't remember. I can't remember. I think, um, so you were talking about like the parody sites, and that's, that, that is also a thing. My problem with most parody sites is there are a lot of ones that put that say this is a parody site in their about page, mm. but yes. they're not actually like so the onion, the onion will be ludicrous to the fact that it to the point that it is ludicrous. And, you know, it's rel- relatively easy to refute. There are other places and again, not giving credit to any of them, w- which will um, which will not do that. And they'll say, well, but this is parody, so we can say whatever we want, even if it's just an outright line. I'm like, well, where's the joke? Right. And that's a problem. Mm-hmm. One, and I, and I was trying to find it, but I can't find it. Um, and I wouldn't have given the name anyway. I, I have a conservative friend who big Trump supporter, big um, anti-Obama person. <laughs> By the way, it's March 2020 right now. As we record this, Obama has not been president in three <laughs> years, three and a half years. I don't know why, but like, it, but it's a lot of, well, this and that and obama did this and it's all hell and you know it energizes anti-hillary stuff anti Mm -hmm. and again you know fine do what you want um i mostly leave it alone when it's opinion stuff um but like i i I will step in when it's a particularly unfactual thing well this was he posted a headline that was to the effect of it was something nancy pelosi was um it claimed that pelosi was going to like shunt a bajillion dollars from uh, from the defense fund towards like Medicare or something. Right, right. And so I, I responded and I was just like, okay, first off, that's impossible. Right. Like she doesn't have anywhere near that power. And second, did you actually read the article? And he's like, well, she's and she's like, well, and, he, and he's like, he, and he argued with me for a, for a bit about how, you know, she was absolutely going to do this. And I was like, and click on the article. And he's like, I read it very clearly. And it's like, okay, you did not. Right. Um, and, and he argued with me and I was like, OK, from the article, because I clicked on it because the article 
is literally from a website, all of which are very inflammatory right wing Mm -hmm. stories like Pelosi's doing this. Hillary is doing this. You know, Mm -hmm. Hillary killed Jeffrey Epstein with her bare Mm -hmm. hands, Mm -hmm. you know, like things like that. Right. But all the articles, if you click on if you actually click through all the articles, say (laughs) the person who posted this is an idiot who cannot be bothered (laughs) to read articles because because, and see that this is an obvious parody site. Your friend is an absolute like it it says like it's literally. Yeah, there are more on. There's no content in it whatsoever. And then it's it'll sprinkle in a picture of Pelosi looking great. But the but every story on the site is just like we are a parody site. This is parody. No more. No rational person would believe a headline like this. You're, you know, your the person who posted it wow. is, is stupid. And then, and, and so, like, finally, I copy and pasted, you know, from their about page into a comment. And then, and then the entire post went away within one Wait minute. a minute. You mean he was still arguing with you? He was still claiming that he had read it. Yes. But he so he's just a liar. He was just lying. He was just lying because he'd heard this and he wanted it to be true that she'd done this evil thing. Wow. But like that's but like that was the but the entire point of the site is we just post just to prove that people don't read past the headline. Like the entire body of the story was just it was why this can't happen. And then lots of insults towards who would ever who ever would post an article from that site. Well, when you remember what that website is called, let let me know, because I I will I will love the if I can find it. Yeah, if I can like it. But but all the stories are like that. And I was like, that's "That's incredible. Kind of brilliant. I mean, but and I can't decide if it's brilliant parody or not, because. Like, well, it's not parody. I mean, it's a it's a it's a social science experiment that proves a particular point. I it mean, does, that, but also like since they know that people are just forwarding the headlines, they're yeah. also just creating inflammatory headlines that are just going around. But then some people want to click on it. I and hope. See, holy smokes, and they're going to be embarrassed. <laughs> and yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, I mean, yeah, because 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 well, my friend and be true. yeah, yeah, nobody who was arguing <laughs> had clicked on it until until I did. And then the whole post just disappeared. The whole post just disappeared. Oh, that's, that's, that's why wonderful. I'm having trouble finding it right now. <laughs> oh wow, wow. So, I, well, it's there's. I mean, you know, we we talk about bad memes, but uh, basically that's just a fancy way of saying that our species um, falls for propaganda, and mm-hmm. that that goes back um, mm-hmm. to the very moment we first became literate. You know that we first made um you know symbols on queen of form i can never pronounce that (laughs) you know the first time that we we learned how to to make marks on papyrus and to um basically preserve our thoughts as a as a species i mean it's always been propaganda i'm I'm pretty sure some of those buffalo on the cave walls weren't really that big (laughs) right right exactly it does go back to the cave walls it goes back to to symbols and and um yeah because people have always tried to get advantage to have an advantage over the other people they were conveying information to and that's not to uh, reduce um all human communication to some sort of cynical interaction here i mean i think that that uh most of our communication has been you know, throughout history has been an attempt to pass on, um, you know, correct information or stories that were meant to uh, enlighten or whatever, you know. And and so um, now now here we are, you know, postmodernity and everyone has access to um 
information, whether it's true or not. And the ability to create it. And, there, and the ability to create it. And that's the key, Mav. You know, because any asshole now can write anything and it, write a manifesto and then go kill people to justify it mm-hmm. uh, on a mass level, kill people. And, and that's what's happening. This is kind of new in our uh, species. And so, yeah, that propaganda, that thing that would have just been harmless, sort of um, standing on a box in Hyde Park and ranting is now, you know, attracting an audience of engaged people. Go on YouTube and you see all sorts of fucking nonsense mm-hmm. that never, ever would have gotten you at what would have when, been interesting in a funny farm. Well, now when it's it, like when it, it costs money. And this is sort of a weird thing. Like um, uh, you end up with a lot of people like I've found that like using Snopes to debunk things yeah. doesn't work as well as you want to. Because, That's a liberal, because it's liberal, a liberal, liberal you know, yeah. <laughs> as a split a fact or any fact right. that disagrees with you is apparently not right. a fact now. Right. Um, George Soros owns that. Right? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> no, like facts matter. Um, but I've also found that. So here I'll give, I'll give an example. I, I mentioned in the blog and this one bothered me because I fell for one the week that I wrote the blog, which was, um, I posted the story about, you know, for people who don't know, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson tested positive for coronavirus um, while in Australia filming a movie. And there was a story that came across and I read it on, you know, I read the website because um, I do. I don't just I don't just forward headlines. If I if I forward something, it's because I paid attention. Um, and it was about uh, hospital staff to amuse him while he was in the hospital made him a Wilson ball from Castaway and they, and there's a picture of him holding it just to amuse. And it was a gift to Tom, to Tom Hanks while he was in the hospital. And I posted, and I was like, Oh, that's cute. That was basically my article. And then like, and nobody commented. I mean, I had a, I had a whole bunch of people reshare it, but no comments on it. Huh. And then literally an hour later, Facebook's anti, you know, anti fake news thing tagged me. So I click on it. And I'm like, what? And then I find, and then I, and then I find out, it is, in fact, a fake story. I didn't double check with any other stories. I just read this. Page and it's like, yeah, this is not a real. Uh, uh, this is a this is a site that calls itself satire uh, to get away with stuff. But like also it's, you know, all the stories are fake, but it wasn't funny. It was just like it was just like, hey, somebody gave him a, you know, a volleyball as a present. And now I'm sitting here going, why the fuck isn't somebody giving Tom Tom Hanks a, a volleyball? Like this story could make be true. true. Go make a make like the man's true. the man's in the hospital. Somebody take him a volleyball. That's funny and adorable. But it, but like but like I posted it just because I was like, yeah, I post a. I mean, if you if you follow me on most more on Facebook, I on Twitter I mostly just make jokes. On Facebook, I post a lot of mm-hmm. depressing shit. And every once in a while, I like to post something that's just like a little uplifting. I was like, hey, coronavirus mm-hmm. is bad, but here's a little nice something that happened in the world and and you know fake news people took that from me <laughs> like wow, how dare you your sense of trust now is yeah I, I, I don't understand um i also i also i do get um because I, I don't know that i i don't know that i call them memes because uh i i follow trump on twitter religiously like very much so um and so i will often uh, screenshot something he says on twitter and um share it on facebook with my commentary 
uh, about it, whatever. Okay. It is. I will. I, I'll just say on Twitter. I'll just yell stupid stuff back at him. Because, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, because just hoping like somebody sees it. But on Facebook, I will screenshot it, and then so on several occasions, I have screenshotted stuff from Twitter, pasted it onto, into Facebook to complain about him, and, and he's had, deleted it. No, and well, had then. and no, no, he doesn't delete them. He, he's actually really good about not deleting his tweets. Really? Yeah, he is. Um, every, very rarely. On huh. uh, there, there's more likely to be corrections. Very rarely does he outright delete something. That's interesting. Um, but it, it does happen, but but rarely. Um, and so I will post something that he said from Twitter to Facebook. And on several occasions, I've had deep Trump fans saying, "Well, you just fell for another fake meme. That's obviously photoshopped." And I'm like, "Nah, no, I screenshotted it myself." You see, you see, you you, you, you know, like that that time in the in, in the screenshot is the screenshot from my phone. Yeah, but I, I assure you, it's not fake. And you know, I, wow. like you 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 just don't like him because he's a boring boring old white man. That was one of the reasons. So I was like, he is old. He is white. He is a man. I do not think he is boring. <laughs> like I, I watch him religiously. So, so it's not a meme. If I'm reporting on it, it's because I saw him say it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I do have to say mm-hmm. we live in such a strange world that sometimes like I read something that is like a parody account. And I'm like, Oh, that, that makes sense. And then I blink and I'm like, Oh no, that's a parody account. And then I read something reported from an actual news source. I'm like, Oh no, please tell me this is a parody. <laughs> Nope, and it's, it's real. not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is not to yeah. you know say that we shouldn't do research. I'm, yeah, uh, it's it. It feels like it's become increasingly difficult to tell the difference. Right, right, and um, and believe me, you know, in mainstream media, you know, at a newspaper, um, this happens all the time. You know, we'll. There are so many stories, you know, um, a lot of them at the national level, but even at the local level, I mean, there's an element of absurdity that has seeped into everyday life. And, you know, it's, it's been around much longer than, you know, since 2016, but it seems to be accelerating now. And, and there are things that happen on the news that we turn on every night. And sometimes we just can't believe it. We can't believe some of the things that are most likely said, but even some of the things that happen, you know, you don't believe it. Imagine if you also, if you lived in a place like Florida and all the bizarre things that happen in Florida with Florida man and all the various, <laughs> you know, it, you just think about, you become, uh, uh, you know, um, you become used to a certain level of absurdity just in everyday life. Animals doing things that animals don't do in any other state. People doing things that they, you know, the stupidest criminals in the universe all seem to congregate in Florida. The things that happen there and you just like go, is that true? Did this really happen? And, you know, I hesitate to post anything from Florida (laughs) because it, it really is true, but people won't believe it. And so why even fall for it? So um, that's my little rambling thing. <laughs> Florida is a stand-in for reality for um, the whole country. It's the happiest it's place. The whole it's universe. The happiest place on earth, Tony. That's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think it leads uncomfortably into a, a subject you actually haven't brought up. But, um, may be dogging on this upcoming election and. 
um, ways that um, can only be uh, horrifying, and that is the <laughs> phenomenon of the deep fake. That is, you we know, have a whole show on it. Yeah, we did a whole yeah. show yeah. already. We did a whole show on it. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I, I'm the one that's late to the party. No, no, but, that, but, that go, that but quite, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, the whole idea of the deep fake um, that is something that terrifies. Um, news sources because there's the the rush to be first with information, especially mm-hmm. if it confirms a particular bias mm-hmm. you have as a news organization, mm-hmm. and you reveal this information only to find out that you've been totally manipulated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That the image was something that was really made on you know yeah. the- um, that someone sitting at a kitchen table with a laptop made it, or the recording is basically just a collection of of uh, sound um, from different parts mm-hmm. of a you know politicians there are no shortage of clips of yeah. bernie sanders exactly you can make up say whatever exactly yeah. yep. and so um it's going to take them how many hours or maybe even days to refute it mm-hmm. uh and and how many news sources or how many people you know, having spread that among their friends and family on the internet will there, say, this is what they said. And now this is just a cover yeah, up there. Yeah, you're right. You know, right. this is going to undermine, this is going to undermine the yep. very uh, foundation of our democracy there, because people will just feel that, okay, you're just part of the conspiracy. Mm-hmm. No, you, the, you don't believe it. You're part of the conspiracy. I, the, that, 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 that's enough to keep you up at night. There, I'm going to keep you up even longer, Tony, because there, there's that one guy out there who's going to be using your face for all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. It does. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'm telling and you. And on that note, I think we've resolved nothing. <laughs> no, no, we haven't. <laughs> I think we've resolved check your sources. Yeah. Double check your sources. Like, and, and again, Hannah and I and have, have both taught like freshman comp. And the amount of work that the bare minimum amount of work that I expect on like a source from a freshman comp paper, I don't think it's unreasonable to expect you to do that on a rant on the internet. Like, like it's not, like, mm. I'm not asking for you to do a publishable college paper. I'm just saying like, like, you know, like you can't just say some guy's blog said this and therefore it's a fact. You can say some guy's blog said this and I agree with it. You mm-hmm. can't just say the like you can't just say the president of the United States said it. And and I think the current president highlights this a lot. Yeah. But that's because he's an idiot. Yeah. Um, you probably shouldn't have done it before, right? Like if yeah. I like like I like Barack Obama, but I wouldn't trust his opinion on how brain surgery works. Right. He didn't know what he's talking about. Now, he was also smart enough to not pretend that he did. Right. But and the current guy, not so much. The current guy is like, oh, you know, I'm an I'm an expert on this disease. I'm an expert on the military. I'm an expert. He says that on and like for everything. But like like I would I trust Obama's opinion here. I'll pick somebody I didn't like. I, I trust Bush's opinion mm-hmm. on what Bush's tax plan is. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily on whether I think it will work or not. Mm-hmm. But if he says this is what my tax plan is. I relatively trusted his opinions mm-hmm. on what his own tax plan was. Right. I don't necessarily trust that with the current president. Right. The current president res- disputes his own he, policies. He, he didn't read to the end of the lot. article where it said you're a moron. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Right. I mean, in many ways, he's, he really is the uh, the typical Fox News viewer, except he just happens to be president of the United States. I mean, yeah, he basically. Fox News can get him to pay attention to things. Exactly. He, exactly. Yeah, it's I, I don't know. Did you guys see the the. Did you get there was again NBC News um, 
you know, testing, testing, you know, I'm checking facts, but I'm just giving their stories. They released the story today where they, you know, they, they will frequently try to take pictures of his notes from his speech. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I he, know this story. He kept calling the coronavirus the, the Chinese virus. Cause he tried, he, 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 he crossed it. out. Yeah. yeah he, he crossed he, out. They got, they have a zoom in of his notes and you can see he went through with a Sharpie and ch- crossed out the word Corona and right. wrote Chinese above it every single time because he, Cause he wants to be inflammatory. He's an ass. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So that's an opinion. And, <laughs> and quite honestly, it's a fact. <laughs> it's both. It's both. Imagine that. Uh, Tony, thanks for joining us. Yeah, hey, this is, this has been fun. I mean, you know, I guess you guys are some of the, you know, you and, and, you know, Hannah, you know, uh, you guys are the, some of the smartest people on the internet right now. <laughs> and that's I a mean, fact. That's not opinion. That's uh, it, it's, it's a fact. It's also not much of a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. We're going to use that in our advertising. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony, anything you want to promote? Um, well, um, you know, like, like I say, if you want to, if you want to, you know, check me out, I'm in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Um, and, um, I have a Twitter account, you know, at Tony underscore Norman PG. And, uh, you can find me on Facebook. Um, uh, I have a novel coming out, <laughs> soon, oh, but, um, more about that as we get closer to the date. And uh, <laughs> yes, I'll come back and, and really hassle you guys for some promotion. <laughs> it's worth it's worked uh, for me. <clears throat> yes, <laughs> yes. And, uh, and so, yeah. So there you go. Oh, that's, like that's in the show notes. Colin. Yeah, that's great. Good for you, Tony. Yeah. Right, thank Hannah. you. Can find me on Twitter at Hanley Rogers, and that is all. That is all. That was quick. <laughs> that is all you can find me. I I don't know what I'll be talking about because who knows what the world will look like tomorrow? And if I'll even bother talking. That's the truth. <laughs> Boy, Wayne. Uh, I actually, since last time we're here, I I have it's not new stuff, but it's available in a new format. Many many years ago, I uh, a friend and I self published a comic. We've got a Zerit Grant from Peter Laird. A book called Gray Legacy. Uh, a few years after that, I did a sequel called Gray Legacy Tales, uh, the comics. Uh, this week, they, as of Sunday of this week, uh, they are now available for digital download uh, through Amazon. So if you go to Amazon and yeah, so hey, it's nothing congrats. new for, for my old friends, old fans who you know have been giving free copies of this away for years. Uh, not a whole lot new there. There's a few extra things. Tony, in the, the second one, I included the comic strips I did for you at Chatham. Because uh, there's yeah, because they're the same oh, char- the wow. same characters. So wow. so I, I gotcha. wow. in addition to my novels, I now have uh, two comics available at Amazon. So we can link those in the show notes too. And let's see, you can follow me, of course, on Twitter at Chris Maverick. You know, it's a lot of me yelling. <laughs> um, you can follow the show on Twitter at Vox Popcast, on Facebook and Instagram, also at Vox Popcast. You can follow the show's blog at www.voxpopcast.com, where we will talk about whatever we're talking about next week or the week after that. We post a lot of stuff and you can give us ideas that we can comment on when we're doing the show. Um, if you enjoy the show, and we certainly hope you do, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever the hell else you get podcasts from. And do us a favor. If you write us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts, on iTunes, I, I, I still have not gotten used to them choosing, changing their name. Whatever. iTunes, Apple Podcasts. If you write us a five-star review, that gooses the algorithm, helps other people find the show, and makes us more popular. And obviously, as 
We are the smartest people on the internet, as defined by Tony Norman, noted <laughs> journalist. So, so that will help other people find the show. It will make us more popular, and it will make us happy, and we would appreciate it. All right. I would like to thank Maximilian of Vaultmore Music for our epic theme song, building ever so more epically and playing us out. I'd like to thank you at home for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. This time saying, I hope all children of America will stand with Tweak and saying, Go ahead and bomb us, Kim Jong-dong. We fucking dare you. Ah, what? Why would he say that? The-